This is the Shameless Audacity Podcast, and I'm your host, Jessica Fernandez. I'm a mom, wife, pastor, and professional educator. I'm bold about my faith, and I'm obsessed with you becoming the woman God created you to be by speaking life into your circumstances. We will be discussing God, family, career, and ministry. Some of you will agree with me and be like, yes, girl. And some of you will be like, oh, no, she didn't. Either way, I'm going to teach God's truth authentically and with shameless audacity. This week, we're going to be talking about walking in obedience, ready, set, go, being ready when God calls you to action and having the faith to move forward. Guys, this episode is near and dear to my heart because this is not something that I have not experienced myself in my early 20s with two kids, a husband, and a job. God called me to go back to college. It took me almost three years to finish what I had originally started. I graduated with a master of education and immediately applied for a teaching certificate to teach high school business. Yes, y'all, I was a high school teacher for five years. It was a dream come true. It was like I studied all those books, went to all those classes, and here I was becoming a teacher. The significance for my family, right? The, to be able to double my income, it was just a huge blessing. But as I began my fifth year of teaching, I finally became a professional educator, uh, which is very hard. And I felt the Lord tugging at my heart, telling me that my time was done and it was time to move on. Needless to say, a lot of people didn't agree with that decision. My dad was telling me things like, hey, uh, you can't lose your benefits. And what about your retirement plan? This is a stable job. What about the kids? But my husband had all the faith in me. And uh, he said, if God told you to do it, babe, then take the leap of faith and do it. Guys, that's a keeper. Come on. So in my last year of teaching in March, I walked into the principal's office and I told him I wasn't coming back. He actually started laughing and he thought I was joking. I told him, this is not a joke. I'm actually not coming back. And so he told me, why don't you take to the middle of summer and then let me know in July if you're going to come back or not. And I told him, I don't need till the middle of summer. I already know that I'm not coming back. And so my deepest desire was to become an instructional designer and instructional designers design online courses. But back then I couldn't become an instructional designer because I had no classroom experience. And so that's why I originally became a teacher so that I could get that classroom experience. So during those five years of teaching high school, I kept applying for different instructional designer jobs and I just didn't get them. And so in this last year, I said to myself, well, I'm gonna give myself one more year to become an instructional designer. And so after I quit my high school teaching job, I kept applying, I kept applying, I kept applying. And finally, one year to the date, I started my new job as an instructional designer. And all in all, it took me six years to achieve that goal. I believe if I hadn't walked in obedience, I would still be teaching in that high school classroom without achieving the goal that was in my heart all along. That was just one experience of walking in obedience. But in the Bible, I love Noah's experience of walking in obedience, and his experience was even scarier and required the mother load of faith to follow through with. I just want to read a couple of verses in chapter six of Genesis, and this will kind of sum up the story of what happened with Noah. But if you want to read the whole thing, make sure you guys read chapter six and chapter seven in its entirety to fully understand the story. But here I'm going to start 
with six, nine. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Verse 13, so God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Verse 14, build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Verse 22, so Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. Chapter seven, verse four, seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. You see, Noah learned early on that in order to walk in obedience, he had to know how to recognize the voice of the Lord. See, Noah was called a righteous and a blameless man because he walked faithfully with God. You see, in order for us to walk in obedience, we have to spend time with the Lord so that we can recognize him. The Bible says that the sheep recognize the voice of the shepherd. And that's because the shepherd has built a relationship with the sheep, right? God is our shepherd and we have to build a relationship with him. Ultimately, we can't walk in obedience if we can't recognize who is speaking into our hearts. The next thing that Noah teaches us is that when you finally hear the Lord tell you what he needs you to do, you need to do it with faith, you need to do it afraid, and you need to do it immediately. You see, it's important to do it with faith, believing without seeing, because faith disrupts our normal. Faith requires sacrifice. Faith makes us uncomfortable. Faith will challenge you. You see, God was asking Noah to do something that he hadn't asked anyone to do. They had never seen a flood before. They had never seen an ark before. And God asked him to do something that no one had ever seen before. And so can you imagine all the people around him thinking, oh, look at Noah building this humongous thing he calls an ark. We don't even know what that's for. He must be crazy. He must be mad. But you see, Noah had faith. It disrupted his normal life. It required sacrifice, time, resources. His family helped him build the ark. Faith made him uncomfortable because it was something completely out of the ordinary. Basically, God told him, stop everything that you're doing and work on this ark. Faith challenges us. Noah was challenged. He was asked to build something that had never been built before. I'm almost sure that he was afraid. I know that when God asked me to quit my job, I was afraid. I was afraid that I wouldn't have enough money for my family. I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to teach again if I wanted to. I was afraid that after a year, if I didn't get the job that I was hoping to get, that I would look like a fool in front of everybody. So I'm sure Noah was afraid. I'm sure he was afraid of leaving everyone and everything behind. I'm sure he was afraid of what the world would look like after the flood. I'm sure that he was afraid of what his life would look like after the flood. But his love for the Lord was greater than his fear. See, our love for God has to be greater than our fear because it's our love that causes us to believe in him, to know that God would never ask you to do something that is going to harm you or hurt you. It's only to move you forward. There's always a purpose so that you can grow, so that ultimately he can place you in the place that he needs you to be. 
When he asks us to walk in obedience, God wants us to do it immediately. And that's the hard part. Noah did everything as God commanded in God's timing and with the specifications that God indicated. Can you imagine? Hey, go build an ark. It might take you 50 or 70 years of your life to be able to do that. Noah didn't hesitate. Noah did it immediately. You see, I think that's, a, that's what I struggle with personally. I know that God has spoken to me. I know that there's things that he asked me to do. And then we kind of convince ourselves, well, maybe that wasn't the Lord. Or maybe it's not the right timing. Well, I need these resources. And I can't move forward until A, B, C, D, E, F, G, L, M, N, O, P happens. Right? And that's not what God is telling us to do. When God tells us to do it, Right? He asks us to move forward immediately because God has already taken care of A, B, C, D, E, F, G, elemental P. Why? Because we're trusting in God. And when we trust in God, he has everything all planned out. He makes provision in every single area so that ultimately his will may be done. Lastly, Noah teaches us that we need to prepare for the opportunity that we don't see. Noah didn't see the rain and he didn't see the flood coming but he prepared anyway. You see, I learned this early in my career. I used to look at job ads. This was back in the day when they used to be in newspapers. And I would think I could do a job like that, but I didn't have the qualifications. I didn't have the experience. I didn't have the education, but I prepared for it anyway. And so that way I would never miss out on another opportunity. That's what God is asking us to do. When we have times in our life where we're not in a place that we believe that God has called us to be, we need to prepare for the things or the opportunities that God will have for us. See, that's a promise. God will have opportunities for you. And Noah teaches us that. He couldn't see it, but he prepared because God told him to prepare and he walked in faithfulness in doing that. So I wanna ask you, are you preparing for the opportunities that you don't see? In what way or what area is God asking you to be prepared? Is it in your finances? Is it in your health? Is it in your ministry, career, motherhood? Do you recognize when God is speaking to you? If not, what is stopping you from hearing the voice of God? Do you have lots of distractions happening in your life? You just can't focus on what God is telling you? Well then girl, you need to remove those distractions. Because there's nothing more important than our relationship with God. There's nothing more important than hearing from the Lord and walking in obedience to the things that he calls us to do. And not just big things like Noah, right? Noah's thing was big. I mean, God asked him to build an ark, okay? What what are some of the things that God is calling you to do? Small things every single day of your life. Maybe it's, hey, you shouldn't be texting that person. Maybe it's, Hey, you need to pray over your kids every single morning. You know, I don't know what God is asking you to do, but I bet as I'm speaking right now, God is bringing it to remembrance. So ladies, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Shameless Audacity. If you like this show, you might want to check out our ebook, 10 Ways to Becoming Whole. You can find that at jessicafernandez.com when you subscribe. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to go to shamelessaudacitypodcast.com where you can subscribe to the show. And if you love this show, please leave a rating on iTunes so that I can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Share this with someone who may need to hear this message. And remember, God has called you and me to speak God's truth with shameless 
audacity. Thanks for listening and see you next time.